Have a seat. So before I begin, I want to give a very special welcome to a number of people who are normally not here. Yes, if you're a guest here at UBC, thanks for being here. This is not a normal Sunday morning for us. But the, the guests that I want to welcome this morning are our young people, particularly these right here in the front two rows. Let's all say good morning to the people in front two rows. Hey! So, this is how it kind of works, is this is where I get together with your parents while you're in your fun Sunday school class, and I yell at them for about 30 minutes. <laughs> Today's going to be a little bit different, and if you're with us this morning as an adult, I hope you can still learn the lesson that uh, I'm going to be trying to teach this morning. But my object, my audience this morning is, is younger than my normal demographic. And so this morning, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter, oh, I'm going to start in verse chapter 5, actually, just to read this to get us going. If you'll remember, our young people picked their favorite Sunday school stories ever. And so we have done a number of them, and today is the grand finale. Today we are doing the story of the ten plagues in Exodus. And what I want to do is just kind of visualize some of those things for you to kind of get them in your head so you understand how, how amazing this whole story is. And remember, any story we read out of the Bible, it's not just a story we read before bedtime. This is God's Word. And so that's what we're going to celebrate today. And this is, this is how it begins. In Exodus chapter 5, there's this man named Moses, and he goes to Pharaoh, and he says to Pharaoh, this is what God of Israel says, let my people go. And what did Pharaoh say? No, nah, no. Actually, what Pharaoh said was, who's God? Who is God that I should obey him? Get back to work, Moses and Aaron. Get back to work, Israelites. And Moses went away, and he came back after God had instructed him to go back to Pharaoh and to demonstrate the power that this God had. So there's 10 plagues, right? The first plague is this. Moses comes to Pharaoh and he says, this is my God. He said, let my people go and I hope you will do it. And, and, and Pharaoh said, nope. And he said, let me demonstrate for you how amazing my God is. And so he took his staff and he put it over the water and all the water in Egypt turned to what? Blood. Moses took all the water in Egypt and God said, let it be blood. And so look, just water and then all of a sudden... Whoa, that shouldn't happen, should it? And you know what happened after that? Some, somebody needs a little blood work because this ain't right, just in case you're wondering, I'm telling you. But, but what happens after that is now, is now all the fish that used to swim in the water, they died. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of dead fish in one place? Oh, it smells worse than your bedroom. I'm telling you. So, so it smelled awful. And so, so it turned to blood. Now, listen, here's the crazy part is Pharaoh had some magicians with him, and the magicians said, that's nothing. We can do the same thing. And they turned blood into water. And so Pharaoh said, I'm not going to let your people go, Moses. Who is this God that I should obey him? So Moses came back a second time. And so do you remember what happens with the second plague? Oh, the second plague is an ugly one because, and, and just before I talk about the second plague, I'm going to move this. So the second plague is an ugly one. It's a terrible one. It's terrifying. And Moses says, this is what's going to happen. There are going to be frogs coming from everywhere. 
They're going to be frogs in your palace, frogs in your front room, in your back room, in your living room, in your kitchen. They're going to be in your pots and pans. They're going to be in your oven. They're going to be everywhere. Everywhere you look, there are going to be frogs. So this morning, to help us learn about the frogs, I'm going to need my frog team. Team Frog, come on up here. Where are my team froggers? Here they come. All right. Let me hop on down here with them. There you go. Let's put out your hands here. Put, here we go. Both. There we go. All right. Here's, here we go. Don't mind us. little activity here. We're, we're going to make sure you remember that there were frogs. You will remember there were frogs. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, we're, so will Dan. Sorry, Dan. Love you, man. All right. There's some more. I got some more in here. Hang on. They're coming. Here we go. Keep, who else needs them? All right. So go spread out. Go spread out so we, we don't miss anybody. All right. Good. All right. So what happened was Moses said, there's going to be frogs and they're going to be everywhere. You're going to see frogs everywhere you look. Are you ready, team frog? Go disperse your frogs. There's frogs everywhere. <laughs> everywhere there's frogs. <sighs> Got <laughs> Way to go, Team Frog. All right. We'll see, we'll see another team here in just a moment. So, so the frogs were everywhere. Now, moms and dads, I kept them wrapped because they're, they're like squishy, sticky frogs, so they stick to your walls. So I'll let you deal with that. We didn't have to deal with that here. <laughs> now, here's the crazy part. Can you get this? So Moses said, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, who is this God that I should obey him? I'm not gonna. And then Moses says, well, God's going to bring a lot of frogs. And there's frogs everywhere, right? And Pharaoh looks at his magicians. And you know what his magicians do? Make more frogs. That's pretty helpful, isn't it? Great, thanks. We needed more frogs. Magicians really appreciate that. And so then Pharaoh says, you know what? Nope, nope. Just because, just because you could make frogs doesn't necessarily mean you should make frogs, just in case you're wondering. And Pharaoh says, you know, if you get rid of the frogs... I'll let your people go. Oh, there's a change in Pharaoh, isn't there? So now, so Moses says, okay, Pharaoh, if you're going to let my people go, then I'm going to let you determine, I'm going to let you decide when the frogs are gone. And Pharaoh says, eh, tomorrow. And so tomorrow Moses prays and all the frogs die. And it says the people of Egypt pushed all the frogs together and there were countless piles of frogs throughout Egypt. And guess what happens when you have countless piles of dead frogs? It... It stinks worse than your teenage or brother's room. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Moses comes back to Pharaoh and says, God said, let my people go. And Pharaoh says, who is this God that I should obey him? Moses said, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to hit the dust. The dust is going to float up and there's going to be, and there's a lot of discussion about what these were. It says gnats or mosquitoes, sand fleas or lice. The idea is this, they're not fun bugs and they're hard to get rid of. And so to help, just this is kind of crazy. I, I didn't believe I could find this, but I did a little research and what I found online is that you can actually purchase stuffed lice. <laughs> I'm not lying, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. So if you ever want to like, I don't know why you would need this object lesson, but even a stuffed one isn't cute. So um, the lice came, and it covered all the animals, and it covered all the people, and they were all, what happens when you get lice? Does everybody know? Do you guys know what happens? Itchy. So everybody itch real quick. Scratch, 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 scratch. Itch, scratch, scratch, scratch. Oh, the front two rows are doing it great. I don't know about the back rows. Come on now. We need to, we're going to have to teach them. You guys are awesome. Good job, Elias. I saw you leading them. Way to go, man. 
All right, so, so the lice come, everybody's covered in lice, they're all itchy and scratchy, and it's not going well, and then finally, the, the, uh, Pharaoh says to them, okay, or sorry, magicians, the magicians of Pharaoh come to him and say, okay, uh, Pharaoh, we can't make lice. We can't do that, which is probably a good thing, right? I mean, you wouldn't want to be able to, but what they say is interesting. They say, Pharaoh, this is the finger of God, and yet Pharaoh still doesn't let the people go. So then Moses comes and says, here's the deal. If you don't let my people go, God says he's going to bring a swarm of flies. And, and what, what Moses says, or sorry, what Pharaoh says is, who is this God that I should obey him? And Moses, okay. And so team fly, come on up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me pick it a second. Oh, yeah. Team fly, you ready? Yeah, we'll get you the big thing there. Oh, yeah. Oh, these taste good, too. Mmm. Mmm. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Oops. Here we go. A little bit there. A little bit there. Okay, now. Now, here's the deal. Here's the crazy part. So, you ready? Listen to this. So, God said, I'm going to bring flies. However, wherever the Israelites are, there will be no flies. So, where is my friend Abby? Oh, wait. Here. Here, look. See, it's fake. It's pretend. It's pretend. Oh, oh. We'll just keep it over here. I didn't see nothing. So, um, it's okay. So, which which row? This one right here. Okay. So, this row right here. You are fortunate. You are the Israelites. No flies for you. But Team Fly, go get the other sections. Go get them over there. Over there. Oh, you have a target in mind. She's going after somebody specific, so. So the flies descended upon everybody. Oh, I caught an Israelite, sorry. My, 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 my aim is way worse than God's. There we go, okay, so now there's flies everywhere. <laughs> Good work. Okay, so, so mom, dad, I apologize for the one who's afraid of flies. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. Um, anybody else who has nightmares tonight, you can blame Pastor Frank. I'll be happy to come to your house and tuck them in at night and pray for them so that you can sleep. Pharaoh said, please get rid of the flies. Kind of like happened up here, actually. Get rid of the flies. If you get rid of the flies, I'll let your people go. Moses gets rid of the flies by talking to God. And guess what Pharaoh does? He doesn't let the people go. So then Moses says, listen, you've got to let my people go worship. If you don't, there will be another plague that will come upon the cattle. And Moses says, or sorry, Pharaoh, I keep mixing that up. Pharaoh says, who is this God that I should obey him? I'm not going to listen to him. And so then Moses says, okay, here comes the plague. And the plague comes and all of the livestock dies. All of the livestock. That means all of the donkeys, all of the sheep Oh, the poor sheep is no longer with us. All of the cattle. <laughs> They're all gone. There's no more. <laughs> so now, so now they've had blood and frogs and lice and flies and dead cattle. I mean, this is not going well. It's stinky, it's itchy, things are no fun. And so Moses goes to Pharaoh and says, listen, 
God said, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, who is God that I should obey him? And Moses tells him, listen, in in chapter 9, God tells Moses, we're going to show him who I am. So I want you to take soot and I want you to throw it up in the air. And when you throw the soot up in the air, when it lands on people, they're covered in sores called boils. Boils are no fun. Moms and dads are getting nervous. I have Band-Aids. For your boils, you have a boo-boo, you need band-aids, and uh, these will be available out at the picnic. We have boils. Um, scrumptious paper dot boils. Um, covered in dots. I'm sure they weren't this many colors. Actually, they could have been, but that's, that's something I don't want to talk about. So they're covered from head to foot in boils. Pharaoh and his magicians are completely covered in boils. And when Moses says, let my people go, Pharaoh says, who is this God that I should obey him? Moses tells him, you need to let my people go. I talked to God and God said this, up till this point, I have been very merciful with you Egyptians. Now think about that for a moment. God looks at all the things he did with the blood and the frogs and the nice and the flies and the dead cattle and the boils and he says, that's nothing but I'm about to show you something. And so you need to let my people go. And if you don't, you should make sure you bring everything you want to stay alive indoors tonight. Because I'm going to bring a hailstorm that has never been seen before. It'll be worse than anything Egypt has ever experienced. The hail will be huge and everything outside will be destroyed. And Pharaoh said, who is this God that I should listen? And so God brings... A huge hailstorm. So here we go. We need. We who wants a hat? Here you go. Wait a second. We go over here. Here we go, buddy. That's for you. Oh, but not in the face. <laughs> How about over here? How about a young lady? You want this one? You want this? There you go. You're safe from the hail. There we go. So the hail comes. It's bouncing off of everything, and at the end of the day, everything is destroyed. It says that there are there are are. are crops that have been bent over and destroyed. Now, there were some crops that weren't destroyed because they hadn't grown yet, but everything else had been completely wiped out. And Pharaoh says, please, Moses, make it stop hailing. I'll let them go. I'll let them go. And so Moses prays to God and the hail stops. And guess what Pharaoh didn't do? He didn't let them go. So Moses comes to Pharaoh and says, let my people go or else there's going to be locusts coming. They're going to eat whatever's left. And at this point, it's really interesting. Pharaoh's magicians go to Pharaoh and they say, come on, king. Pharaoh, you've got to listen to them. They're they're bringing such destruction upon us. You need to listen to them. The only way that this is going to happen is because God is doing this. Listen to them. Stop this from happening. And Pharaoh says, no, I will not let your people go. And so the locusts, which are grasshoppers and cricket-like things, descend on everyone. So I have a little something for three guys who happen to be in the front row. So I got something here from Jeff, something for Randy, and something for for Mark. Come on over here, guys. I got a little something for you. Come on. Don't worry. It's safe. So I was trying to figure out the best way to picture the locust plagues. And I thought chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Oh, but those are way too easy. So instead, I got... Uh, a little bit of cricket action, bacon and cheese for you, Jeff, salt and vinegar crickets for you, Randy, and sour cream and onion crickets for you, Mark. So you guys enjoy those at the picnic today. You don't have to eat them now. I'll be nice. <laughs> oh, you can do it, Mark. If you want to down one, man, go do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Nasty. Crickets everywhere. And yet Pharaoh said, I'm not going to let you go. Moses again comes and says, let my people go. And if you don't let my people go, then God's going to bring something else. And Pharaoh said, I'm not going to let your people go. Who is this God that I should obey him? And uh, Moses tells him there's going to be another plague when I stretch out my hand. And it's a plague of darkness. So these glasses work great indoors. But I'm going to tell you, I didn't see an eclipse, did you? Oh, hey, special effects. Oh, So it says that the darkness was so thick, you could feel it. Have you ever been in a darkness that dark? Where it's so thick, you can feel the darkness. You can't see your hand in front of your face. So so here we go. Ready? Everybody close your eyes. Trust me, I'm not going to throw any more animals at you. And take your hand and wave it in front of your face. What's weird is though you can't see it, you can still feel it, can't you? Now imagine being in a place so dark that you couldn't even sense that. God said, I'm God, you're not, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, no. That brings us to Exodus chapter 11 where it gets way more serious. Moses approaches Pharaoh and says, you need to let my people go and worship their God. And Pharaoh says, who is this God that I should obey him? Moses says, this is what's going to happen. The firstborn male of every family will die in their sleep if you don't let my people go. Pharaoh's heart is hardened. The instructions are given to the Israelites. The Israelites are to go and they're supposed to to get a lamb, a one-year-old lamb that has no spots on it. It's not any cuts, no bruises, nothing bad with it, and they're bringing it to their home, and after four days, they're supposed to kill it and take its blood and spread it on the doorposts of their home. And at night, when the angel of death passed over to, to, to take the life of the oldest child in every family, as long as there was blood on the doorposts, they would be spared. It was a horrible, horrible night and a way worse morning Because when everybody woke up, all the families who had lost their children were crying and wailing and weeping, and it was sad throughout all the land. Pharaoh approached Moses and said, please, just go. Get out of here immediately. Take whatever you want, whenever you want. Just go as far as you can. I never want to see you again. Leave. It's interesting. I think the lesson that we can learn in the book of Exodus, particularly in this part, is this. God uses his great power to rescue those who are in great need. See, what what God did is, is, is oh, here, let let me picture it this way for you. Pharaoh says to Moses, what? Who is this God that I should obey him? And throughout all of the plagues, God basically walked behind Pharaoh and tapped him on the shoulder and said, that's who I am. I'm the God who can turn water into blood. I'm the God who can cause frogs to come like you have never seen before. I'm the God who can bring gnats or mosquitoes or lice out of nowhere and cover you. I'm the, the God who can bring in the flies. I'm the God who can kill all of your cattle. I'm the God who can cover you head to toe in boils. I'm the God who can rain hail down on you. I'm the God who can bring in locusts to devour everything around you. I'm the God who can turn the lights off and so you can't see anything. I'm the God who will take your 
firstborn son. I'm going to demonstrate my great power so that my people will be let go. Who's God that I should listen to him? Well, God's answer was this. I am the one true God in heaven. I'm alive. My kingdom is forever. And no one, no thing, no king, no power, nothing will ever shake my kingdom because I am God. That same God who showed up with all of his power in Egypt and displayed all of his power to Pharaoh so that he would let his people go. That same God who flexed his muscle and let his people free from slavery from Egypt is the same God who set you free from your slavery of sin. It's the same God who sent his son as a baby to come and rescue you in your time of greatest need. It's the same God who watched as Jesus Christ willingly laid down his life and was crucified on the cross. It's the same God who rose Jesus Christ from the dead with great power and authority. It's the same God who watches over you and knows you and loves you and cares for you day in and day out. So, so maybe this is a little bit more to our older kids in here. It doesn't matter what's holding you down. It doesn't matter what chains embrace you. Maybe you're afraid of going back to school this week. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> good. Good stuff. Maybe, maybe you're afraid of, of making new friends. Maybe you've been covered with sadness because you've lost a friend. Maybe, maybe you're scared because mom and dad aren't being nice to each other. Maybe it could be a million different things. Maybe there's all of those things that are filling up your heart. And what I can tell you is, is this. It doesn't matter what fears are in your heart. There is a God who has great power and he will use it to rescue you. There is a God who promises to be near to you like your very best friend. God's power is as real today as it was back in the time of Egypt. So young people, thank you for your attention. Front two rows, you did a fantastic job. Way to go. I'm going to pray. And what we're going to do is we're going to close our service by singing about that great and awesome God who wants to come and rescue us from our chains. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your goodness and love to us. I thank you for watching over us and caring for us. God, I pray that you would continue to be with us in our times of difficulty and frustration. I pray for our young people as they go back to school. I pray for our teachers as they embark on another year. Lord, would you remind them of how close you are and how powerful you are. Um, God, we, we thank you for Jesus. I thank you that, that in Christ we can have a, a, a rescue and a redemption from the things that, that would harm us most, that being sin. And I thank you that because of Jesus we can live forevermore. God, take even these simple truths of, of, of a story that we just kind of did in a goofy way. Remind us that, that it may, it's not just frogs. It's the God who controls all of nature. And it's not just darkness. It's the God whose glory shines around us from the heavens. It's a God who loves us and longs to rescue us. Lord, I thank you for his rescue in Jesus Christ. It's in his precious name I pray. Amen. Amen.